Hello, everyone. I'm Contest of Wrestling.com, joined by the Deathmatch King, the Internet Champion, Matt Cardona. Matt, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Uh, just got home from the road, went to the gym, just had some fruity pebbles and a protein shake, and now doing an interview, then about to do a podcast. I'm, I'm living the life. I'm busy as hell, and I'm loving it. You, sir, are, are so incredibly busy. It's funny to peek behind the curtain. I wanted to interview you. This, the spoilers for the Impact tapings went out, so was, the news went out that you would be challenging for the Impact title, and I was like, all right, let's wait till it's official. And then this weekend, you pop up in an NWA, and I'm like, my gosh, this guy is everywhere. You're, you're already in Impact, already GCW, now you're in NWA. Uh, on top of uh, venturing out into the, the, the independent scene, uh, even on top of that, you're all over the place in the, in the best way possible. But like, as you just said, you're, you're very, very busy. But I imagine, uh, and we, we talked about it before in a previous interview, but now uh, having another uh, layer layer on top of that, you know, it seems like things are going very, very, very well for you. Yeah, I mean, I've used this time away from WWE to be my own boss and try everything I've ever wanted to try, try things I never thought I wanted to try. Uh, and not everything's going to be a success, right? But all I've ever wanted was opportunity, and I'm being given opportunities. I'm creating my own opportunities, and I'm going to run with this fucking ball. And, and, and it's, a, it's a sight to see. Again, just, you know, you're, already, you're, you're the internet champion. You got it back from that feet. We were talking the last interview. Two-time you did champ. the title back. Two-time champion. There That's you go. Right. Uh, and I guess we'll, we can start there because not too long from now, uh, we're, we're recording this uh, for first week of December. Uh, but then next week, you'll be uh, at GCW Blood on the Hills, team up with Chelsea Green to face Effie and uh, Ali Catch in a very heated tag team match. They'll kind of combine uh, your two individual feuds into this one mega, uh, mega match here for GCW. So kind of heading into that match, uh, what's your mindset about uh, facing Effie alongside Chelsea and having, like I said, having those two kind of uh, rivalries um, coincide and, and come to a head like that. Yeah. You know, so if we got to go back to the summertime when everything started with Nick Gage, uh, became the deathmatch King, won the title, uh, dropped the title. It was the, uh, the screw job heard around the world. Moxley took the, the strap. And then what's next, right? What do I do next? Do I leave GCW? Do I just walk away? No, I needed something different. I needed something else to sink my teeth into. So I like trying things that I've never done before. Uh, I never wrestled Effie before. He's definitely one of the hottest things, not only in GCW, but on the indies. Uh, and when he when he screwed me again, uh, I keep getting screwed GCW. When he screwed me uh, and won that internet title, it, it rocked my world. It rocked the internet. It was something that you know, nobody ever expected like, OK, this is a, a prop belt. He, he made it. This is actually the second version of it. It's a fake thing. And then someone wins it. And then like he really took it. He really went and did his shows with it, uh, whether it be his, his Internet shows or all the indie shows he was doing. So it just made it fun. And the social media war has been great. Uh, the, the match we had in Atlantic City was great. And we're, we're keeping it alive. And now uh, L.A. GCW, I, I'm super excited um chelsea green to team with her is cool it's gonna be a weird dynamic because we are absolutely hated in gcw the the only time we teamed before was an impact we were beloved we're gonna be hated we're gonna be hated but uh spoiler alert i don't plan on bleeding because i'm so busy i have to catch a red eye and head to impact so i don't want blood there's definitely not gonna be showers at whatever shitty arena this gcw show is at so I don't want to bleed. 
uh, you know, I got to get on a flight. I got to fly from, from, I think I'm going from LA to Atlanta to Louisville, Kentucky. So I can't have blood in my hair and on my face and like crusted into my eyes. Can't have that. Well, hopefully you'll be able to remain blood free, blood free uh, coming out of that match. But that's just one stop on your, you know, kind of run through GCW here because we're going to look forward here uh, in January. GCW, the world on GCW, you sold GCW sold out the Hammerstein Ballroom, and to me, definitely that's a, a big contrast. You uh, on the road to Evil Deeds, you're calling Detroit an F town. Obviously, New York, the Big Apple. So is it safe to say that that's an A town? This is the A town. Uh, this show is super special to me. For so many reasons, um, you know, when I came to GCW, I honestly believe that there's no way they could have sold out Hammerstein without me and the buzz that I created. Uh, so I think they should all thank me. I think Brett Lauderdale should personally call me up right after this interview drops and thank me, maybe pad the lobe a little extra. But in, in all seriousness, it's a special show for me because I've never wrestled at Hammerstein Ballroom. Uh, the only show I've ever been to at Hammerstein was the first ever ECW one night stand. My trainer, Mikey Whipwreck, an ECW original, he brought me and I watched from the, the crowd. I would say he, he brought me backstage. There is no backstage there. So I had to watch from the crowd, just stand up the whole time. And it was just such an iconic show being a, a diehard ECW fan myself. And now all these years later, uh, getting to compete in that arena and just knowing that they're going to boo me out of the building. And I absolutely love it. What would you say? That's kind of a, a full, full circle thing there, you know, having uh, that experience at one night stand and now uh, being one of, uh, one of the leading names in the marquee for, for yeah, GCW's it, event. It, it's super great. It's I, I have awesome gear lined up. Uh, I'm working on a cool entrance because that, you know, GCW, you know, they don't treat things as big as they should be. This is my WrestleMania, baby. So I'm going to have my mania entrance at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Um, and uh, I'm going to get my parents there. I made sure they have like balcony seats. I don't want them on the floor with all those disgusting GCW fans. Because who knows? Light tubes, pizza cutters. I don't know. I don't want my mom around that. So have her up in the, in the better seats, better view. Um, and hopefully no one tries to attack my parents. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. the, the GCW fans will, will know better than that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, well, I mean, you were talking about the ECW connection there, uh, and that's definitely a comparison that's made a lot. And now, especially with uh, GCW running uh, the Hammerstein, you know, do you, what do you say, especially and now as, as GCW, admittedly, with, with you being involved, especially adding even more buzz to it, uh, is that a kind of a fair comparison uh, moving forward here of, of GCW being kind of a more modern day version or spiritual uh, successor even to, to ECW? I definitely think that's a uh, the the spiritual successor is great. Uh, that's a that's a great term. I like that, and I definitely think it's the the 2021 or 2022 version of ECW, right? With these Monday Night Wars now with WWE and AEW, you got that that third alternative. And I definitely think GCW ha has has found its audience and it's continuing to grow. But this is a very important time uh, for GCW because it's kind of sink or swim, put up or shut up. And I think if this, this Hammerstein ballroom show didn't sell out, we'd be like, ah, well, okay, just another shitty indie. But they sold out, like, fast, really, really fast. So I know the entire roster is excited. Uh, I know the entire roster is hungry. And uh, I was there when we filmed that commercial at the Hammerstein. Like, you could just feel the emotion just for a fucking commercial. So 
when all those seats are filled, man, it's going to be a special night. And I think it's going to be a history making night, not just for GCW, but for the wrestling business, because, you know, a year ago, if some, not even six months ago, if someone would have said GCW selling at the Hammerstein ballroom, I probably would have said, what's GCW, <laughs> right? And if I knew, I probably would have laughed and said, no fucking way. And not just me, a lot of wrestling people, fans, wrestlers, promoters, but GCW, they're proving a lot of people wrong, uh, just like me. I, that's one that's the reason I really like that connection. You know, definitely you're someone that's uh, defied the odds and, and persevered and um, really enjoyed so much success kind of against those uh, at least on, on some level, some expectations of you and GCW doing the very same thing. Um, so now kind of looking forward here, uh, you're someone that you just said six months ago, you know, wouldn't even, maybe not even knowing what GCW was and you've seen it kind of grow and, and gain a lot of buzz as you've been there. Now you've got the hammer sign sell out as this kind of major uh, milestone, you know, what would you say kind of might be some, maybe, maybe the next benchmark or the, or the next kind of like goal or, or the next kind of, uh, objective maybe that you want to see GCW reach or how, how you want to uh, see it grow moving forward here? I mean, selfishly, I would love and I would love GCW to run in the ECW arena. Honestly, maybe they have before. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I, didn't hear, I didn't know what GCW was until I got there. Uh, but I would love to go there because I've never wrestled there. And that's an iconic building. Uh, but I, I think this is a time for GCW to really step it up, you know, because now all the eyes are on the product. It's such a great product. There's so, so many different flavors of ice cream, if you will, so many different styles and characters. And, oh, man, it's just a great, great roster and a great, great show. But I think, like, okay, I think we need some fucking ring aprons. I think we need a microphone that works. You know, I think we need to up the production quality. Listen, we're not going to compete with AEW and WWE in terms of production quality. No way. But let's step it up a bit. Because you don't want someone to turn it off because they can't hear a promo someone cutting if they're watching on Fight TV. You know what I'm saying? It's fair. It's yeah. Fair. You know, hope, hopefully we'll see that, especially with the sellout to Hammerstein, maybe adding a little, little maybe a little extra funds for, for something like that. But we could talk about GCW all day, but there's so much more to talk about. You're wearing an NWA Power hat. So oh, what a plug. I hope everyone from NWA Power is seeing this because they said if you get the merchandise, that you need to post it on social media. I'm doing one better. I'm wearing it right here in this interview. I'm sure there's going to be clips online, some 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 pictures. I'm wearing it everywhere, baby. So there you go. You're wearing the, the NWA Power hat. We were sitting here Tuesday, just a couple of days removed from NWA Hard Times 2. You know, heading in that show, a lot of fans were thinking, okay, this is, this is a big show. A lot of stars here. And then, no, lo and behold, Matt Cardona pops up at the end of the uh, after the main event match, uh, holds the NWA championship uh, loud and proud to end the show, the 10 pounds of gold and a very kind of a buzzworthy show closing moment there. What did it feel like to to hold such a prestigious title and now to kind of embark on this, uh, at least in terms of the, the NWA specifically, uh, this new um, journey forward in that regard? Well, I would say, I think it does weigh about 10 pounds. You know, sometimes in wrestling, the weights are kind of, you know, exaggerated. I think it weighs about 10 pounds. Um, I'm an NWA for a similar reason to why I'm in GCW. I'm not an invader. I'm not an outsider. I'm here to help. I'm here to save GCW and I'm here to save the NWA. You know, when I was six years old and I turned on the NWA, I thought it sucked. <laughs> Thought it was boring and old and dated. And now it's a 36-year-old man. 
Like it still sucks. It's old, boring, and dated. They need me. They need the internet champion. I want to. I want to help Trevor Murdoch. I have no beef with Trevor Murdoch. I mean that photo. You know that screenshot of me holding the title above him was the most buzz he's ever gotten on the internet. He should be. He should be thanking me. I'm not. There's no beef. I'm just trying to help him out. I even put out a tweet today. Please, guys, can we please follow Trevor Murdoch? He's not even verified. Guys, guys, world champion has like 10,000 followers. I wish Twitter, if there's someone from Twitter listening, can I donate? I'll donate 50,000 of my followers to Trevor, and I'll still be over 2 million, I think. So, Trevor, if you're listening, I'm here to help. It's it's fair to you know point out maybe some of the NWA shortcomings, but it, it is a very different brand or, or company than GCW. It does have a lot of uh, historical uh, legacy and, and uh, prestige. Kind of the, those three letters carry a lot of weight uh, in, in the wrestling world. Really now in 2021. I'm trying. I'm, I don't want to cut you up. I'm trying to convince Billy Corgan to change the NWA to the MCWA, the Matt Cardona Wrestling Alliance. I think we'd get more buzz more clicks, more views on Fight TV, uh, sell more merch. Yeah, I'm just here to help. That's it. Just here to help. And I will say this, you know, listen, it's, it's 2021. We know these were all taped. We taped weeks worth of TV. I'm not going to spoil what was taped. I will say this, though. Some of my best work was done in these tapings. I had a hell of a great time. I enjoyed my time there. It was a lot of fun uh, creatively. Uh, Man, I just felt like I was just, it was meant to be. Perfect time, perfect place. Uh, and that's what I love about 2021 wrestling. Such a great time for, for wrestling fans, but also wrestlers. I don't, I don't have a contract anywhere, so I could be an Impact. I love Impact. I'm going for the title. Go for the world title, Impact world title. Hard to kill. Last year, I make my debut. A year later, going for the world title. That's a, that's a, that's a story right there. That's a... It's a story that just wrote itself, you know, that true life. GCW, killing it. NWA, I'm here now. And I'm just, I'm just doing whatever I can. I'm just doing whatever I can because I'm somebody who, you know, I wasn't the chosen one. And that's fine. Not everyone can be the chosen one. Not everybody can be undefeated, win all the titles and have all the big pay-per-view moments. That's fine. I'm not complaining about that. But I am the self-chosen one. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to be a top star in this business whether people like it or not. I mean, WWE didn't want me. AEW didn't want me. That's fine. Because I want me. And I'm going to make sure everybody else does. I mean, it's an absolutely incredible run, especially now uh, looking forward to Hard to Kill. It could be challenging for the Impact World title. You pinned Moose on Impact uh, and, and what some might say was a very, very surprising outcome. Uh, if you can do that again Hard to Kill, you'll be the Impact World Champion. What would that mean to you to, to be the Impact Wrestling World Champion? Uh, as you just said, you know, kind of um, after setbacks and, and, you know, various steps in this journey and, and now coming off the year that you have had in 2021, Hard to Kill being the, the first week of 2022, couldn't think of a better way to kick off the new year than to win the world title. I mean, you said it. That, what a way to kick off 2022. My 2021 was incredible and it's not over yet. But what a way to start 2022 impact pay-per-view for the title. Uh, it, it's definitely a, a career milestone for me. And um, I'm very, very excited for it. Impact is one of the only crowds that haven't really turned on me yet. 
you know, and that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not a heel, you know, the quote unquote heel. I'm me. And some people hate me. Some people love me. Turns out the impact, uh, the people at impact, they, 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 they still love me. It's the GCW universe, the, the NWA fans. And now random Indies are starting to, to not like me. I just don't understand. I'm a baby face. Why do you think oh, we talked about it in our first interview with GCW and, and that and maybe there being a specific dynamic there. But now, you know, it's it's less of a, you know, binary thing. It's more of a, you know, it's impact still loved. And now maybe just multiple other places less so like I, we talked about it a bit last time. But like now, you know, here we are a couple months later seeing that effect continue to play out like. What, what do you think what, what do you think is driving that? It's where uh, people still really rally behind you uh, in impact, but maybe not so much elsewhere. I think to what I said earlier about it being a great time to be a wrestling fan of wrestlers that I do a show, whether it be GCW, NWA, Impact, or an indie that has some like buzz, people see it, people hear it, people read about it. So it's not just, you know, if I'm doing this show in Cleveland, Ohio for AIW, right? If I'm winning the title there, people in Florida know, New York, people know it's not just local fans anymore. You know, a lot of these independent promotions are streaming, have huge social media followings. So it's a lot of fun for me now because I come out, let's say I'm coming to this indie for the first time. I just walk out the curtain. I stand there. I'm like, okay, am I a heel tonight or a face? Because I can't predict because it's really 50-50. And it's such a dynamic that, I've never experienced before. Of course, like if you're a baby face, there's going to be some fans who don't like you and heckle you, but this is, this is nuts. Whereas like, I genuinely don't know, am I going to be a baby face or a heel? Uh, I'm sure it's frustrating for my opponents, but for me, I love it. It's a very fun, fun dynamic to see play out. And we're seeing it uh, pretty much every show at this point, but we're sitting here in December, uh, a year kind of a chance to look, look back at the year that, that has been. And as we've been talking about, an absolutely incredible year to go from debuting Impact, going to CW, now showing up in NWA and elsewhere. Uh, but now to kind of to put a pin on the, the ret- retrospective side of it, you know, if you, you know, let's say, look, if someone asked, told you like 10 years ago, you'd be, you'd be where you are now, kind of at the end of a, an amazing year like this uh, of, you know, you're like making a name for yourself, you said, as you said earlier, being, being the self-chosen one, um, you know, pushing yourself to these new heights, like, what, what does that really mean to you? Like to, to kind of sit here knowing, uh, looking back on, on this year, the year that's been, just, you know, enjoying, enjoying the success and, and, you know, can, and then we'll talk about maybe looking forward here, but it's been an amazing year. So they've got, I'm at, are you able to kind of to step back and say, wow, I did that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm always somebody who strives for more, not that I'm not satisfied or grateful for what I have or have accomplished, but I want more. You know, 10 years ago, I started Z Trolling Island Story. I don't care what anybody says. It changed the fucking business. It did. And that's not me being in character or not. You want to pretend I didn't do it? I did it. I wasn't the first person to have social media. I'm not saying that. I wasn't the first person to have a, a, a web show. I'm not saying that. But I was the first person to prove that if a certain company doesn't want to do something with you, you can force their hand and make them. You can prove that. People do want to see you. And I did that by taking Matt Cardona and Zack Ryder, merging them together and presenting that as Zack Ryder on social media, on my YouTube show and busting my ass all by myself. I have no problem working hard. I have no problem if 
busted my ass. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm the hardest worker in professional wrestling, but I dare you to find someone who works harder than me. And you could quote that. You can clickbait that all you want, baby, because I mean that uh, 100%. I will work my fucking ass off and it's not always going to be a success. <laughs> Look, 10 years ago, I had the YouTube show and it was a great year. A lot of shit went down in, the, in these 10 years. Highs and lows, baby. Fuck. Winning the IC title WrestleMania, getting pushed off a stage in a wheelchair and everything in between, baby. Nobody in this business, and I mean this as well, nobody in this business, in the history of this business, has been counted out more times, whether it be by management, the boys in the back, the fans. No one's been counted out more times and come back more times than me. I am the cockroach of this wrestling business. You cannot get rid of me. You cannot kill me to, to steal a line from Matt Hardy. I will not die. And I won't. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep fighting. Uh, 10 years later, I thought 2011 was the best year of my career. 10 years later, it's 2021. That's the best year of my career without WWE, without AEW. And I'm not saying... I didn't enjoy my time. Listen, WWE was the best, right? It, it provided me my life. It set me up for so much. It was my dream job. And the what, whenever I was there, three or four weeks at AEW, that was great too. It was cool. It just didn't work out. It wasn't meant to be. You know, if I would have signed, if I would have been offered a deal there, I'd probably be doing dark and elevation, which is cool, right? Nothing against the people who are doing that. I don't want to do that. I've already been just a guy on a roster for a long time. So it's a blessing in disguise. I got released by WWE. It's a blessing in disguise. AEW didn't work out because I would have never found GCW, never found myself as the Deathmatch King and this new persona, which is really just me getting to show a different side of me. So everything happens for a reason. I don't necessarily believe in fate, but you got to roll with the punches. You know, not everything's going to go according to plan. And I say always ready. And it, it's more than just a cute little fucking hashtag. It's the way I live my life, my career, because when you get that opportunity, you better be always ready to deliver. And someone like me, I don't, I'm not complaining about it, but I don't get opportunity after opportunity. So when I get one, fuck, you better be always ready. And that you are. And, and just before you talk about the future a little bit, just to elaborate, you know, you said now 2021 is the best year of your career, you know, to you, like, why, why is that? I've, beyond the, the obvious of what you've done, but more, maybe more about what, what it means to you, like kind of what you'll take from this year moving forward. And we're talking about your persistence and, and your determination, but specifically in terms of this past year that's been, you know, why, 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 the, why 2021? I, I've said this a lot before in a lot of different interviews, maybe even the last time we spoke. I don't give a shit about proving people wrong. I don't care. If I do, great. I care about proving my fans right, my supporters right, the people who stuck by me through the hard times right, myself right. And that's what I feel like I, I did this year, and then some. I'm very proud of what I've accomplished. Um, I'm grateful for the opportunities the impact gave me, GCW, NWA, any indie who paid the lope and paid me. You know, so... The wrestling aspect has been awesome. The most creatively fulfilled I've ever been. And then I have the major pod network, the major wrestling podcast, the MC True Long Island Story podcast, where I'm, I'm having the time of my life with that and staying extremely busy with that. So 
I'm a very creative person. I just need that outlet. And I have this blank, this whole world is my fucking canvas right now. And I'm just painting and drawing and scribbling, do whatever I want. And nobody can tell me that it's not good enough. Uh, you know, it's just, I'm just doing whatever I want and being my own boss and just riding the wave. There's, I didn't wake up on January 1st of last year. And be like, All right. How about this in July? We'll like have a death match. And then no, it, it just happened. It just happened. And that's why, you know, this, this year has been so great. And I, I'm super excited for 2022 because right off the bat, Impact, world title match. Hammerstein Ballroom, sold out, GCW. Man, I mean, like, we have a live major wrestling podcast in Orlando. It's like January is, is stacked. I, my, my calendar is booked or, through April already. Like, Chelsea and I were getting married on New Year's Eve, and we were supposed to go on a, uh, you know, uh, honeymoon. Like we can't because I'm so booked up. So and so is she, which is great. So we're like, all right, we need to even tonight. I think we need to like, just sit down, get our calendars up. Be like, all right, April, just do not book anything. Let's book this honeymoon, and then book around that because the bookings are filling up fast, and I, I'm I'm so grateful for that because it's awesome. It's you know, people want to have me, and it's a great feeling. I I bet it is, and it's great to see uh, you. You continue to do so many great things here. So now, looking forward. You mentioned January being very, very loaded up here, and in a big way, Impact World Title, GCW, Hammerstein, and 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 more. Uh, but now, you you tweeted, I think, earlier today that obviously 2021 best year of career your career. But you had said 2022 is gonna be even better. Maybe beside the specific uh, the Impact World Title, GCW, Hammerstein, maybe in a more general sense. You know, what are you kind of hoping to do in 2022 to, to make it even better than this year? What are some things you didn't or that, that you want to do that haven't done yet? And are your kind of goals moving forward here uh, heading into the new the new year? You know, it was it was great to wrestle an impact this year and wrestle in GCW and wrestle in NWA. What if I win all three of their world titles next year? What if I have them at the same time? That would be cool. You know, I was already the GCW world champion. I was screwed. I think I deserve a rematch. Uh, I'm hoping to win that impact world title at hard to kill. Uh, I'm not necessarily, you know, going for that NWA title right now. I'm here to just kind of help Trevor out. Maybe eventually I'll go for it. But uh, man, Matt Cronin is the NWA world's ever champion has a nice ring to it. I'll tell you that. And how, how man, <laughs> the GCW universe Hated my guts. You can see it over my shoulder when I turned their title into a spinner belt. Imagine all those old school tradition loving NWA fans. If I won that, put a purple strap on it, turn it to a spinner. Holy shit. They wouldn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, with that, you know, we talked about everything you're doing here so much to dig into obviously obviously so much to look forward to uh both that here uh, as i said it's december now welcome back to the year it's been and we've previewed the year that's to come so moving forward here uh do you have anything you want to kind of uh, parting words and, and obviously beyond plugging you know all of your various things you know your uh your podcast and all that stuff just any, any lasting uh things like that yeah, man, it's funny because like when people ask me to plug stuff, I'm like, oh shit, what do I plug? I have so much to plug. It's like just go to my social media at the Matt Cardona, you'll see everything. I have too many things to plug. Um, but I, I do want to genuinely say thank you to all my fans who have supported me through the the good times and the bad. Uh, this year has been a wild, wild ride. 
very similar to the 2011 YouTube run. Um, but this one I think is even more special because, uh, man, I think we accomplished a lot more. And that's to say that we didn't in, in 2011. I say we because I didn't just do it by myself. Yes, I, I did that show by myself, but without the fans, without my fans, uh, it wouldn't have worked. The, the WWE wouldn't have realized that they had to use me. Uh, but now, because of my fans, the wrestling world is realizing that they have to use me. And the WWE is big, but it's not bigger than the wrestling world. So uh, I want to thank my fans for that. And for all the doubters and supporters, uh, uh, doubters and not supporters of me, well, I mean, I don't care. You know, like, I'm not going to say, oh, thanks, doubters, because now I'm trying. No, I'm not going to say fuck the doubters either. Like, I just, I literally don't care about you at all. Uh, if I could win you over, great. I'd love to have you as a fan. I'd love for you to jump ship. Uh, but if you don't, cool. Share for somebody else. Boo me. I don't care. You know, as long as you come to a show and have fun and keep the wrestling world alive because it's thriving right now. It's the best it's ever been, in my opinion, certainly in my lifetime. So uh, I'm very excited for 2022, not just for me, but for, for Chelsea Green and the, the major pod network and Impact and GCW and NWA and the whole wrestling world. Couldn't agree more. I'm very, very much looking forward to seeing what you do, what what, what, uh, what new heights are you able to reach in 2022. So that being said, Matt, thank you so much for your time today. I wish you the very, very best move forward. Uh, and here's reaching new heights in 2022. Thanks, bro. I really appreciate it.